Well, welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to season two, episode 14 of the Made in Dreams podcast. I am your host, Mighty Vicious, here always with the Emperor, Jamie James. Good and today, to be back. And today, our guest, Aphrodite's Dream, Dighty for short. Let's get it, well, I guess let's hit the ground running. Dighty, tell us about yourself, tell us about your journey, what's going on? Yeah, so so lovely to be here. Uh, so as was stated, my name's Dighty. Uh, that is just my name and what I usually ask people to refer me as. Um, I'm Aphrodite's Dream on PSM. But um, so I started as a wee bab in uh, Missouri, um, which was a tumultuous time. I had... Uh, grown with like a close family connection, and uh, eventually I also went to college in Missouri, um, where I studied theater and art studio, uh, with a focus on printmaking. But you know, we all make decisions. <laughs> uh, it it was fun, but you know, it's uh, printmaking. Um, after that, uh, right after I graduated. Um, I moved to California because um, with my theater degree, I wanted to get into film um, because, um, I mean, my mom always said that she always saw me in TV because as a baby, I would like act out the scenes on the screen whenever she'd watch I, I Love Lucy. Um, and uh, so then I ended up here in California and I've been here for two years, um, and I think, funnily enough, whenever I moved to California was about whenever I got started in dreams. I wasn't in, like, the very first phase of, like, people waiting, like, 20 million years for it to happen, <laughs> but um, I was in, like, the, the beta, um, but, yeah, that's kind of a very uh, abridged <laughs> version of my life. Oh, I mean, we share a few things because uh, I finished college and then uh, also went out to L.A. Well, <laughs> to California for a while. Um, so we'll get more into that because I want to see what your experience uh, has been. But before we do that, I'm going to switch over so people can see your work um, while we're yeah. speaking. And I, I guess let's start out with um, with uh, I Dream in Pink. Like, what? Mm -hmm. tell me about this project. Like, what brought you to this? So, really, um, I Dream in Pink is like, it's a love song to myself, <laughs> And also to um, to like every trans person who like who feels like they had to fit in a certain mold um, that they're constantly being put into. I know um, growing up in Missouri was not great <laughs> uh, because um, it's a pretty red state, um, especially where I'm from. I'm from like. The southern, we call it the boot heel, where like it intersects with um, Arkansas, and um, my my town was like ninety five percent white. Uh, basically, everybody was straight. Well, at least people weren't out. <laughs> 
Um, so I was like always the queer kid in school. Um, I know that we had like, we had a, we had like 10 people with like my birth name and people would be like, oh, have you, um, have you talked to this person? And they'd be like, which one? And they'd be like, oh, you know, the gay one. And that was me. Um, the nice thing is that I still had like a strong foundation because I, uh, because I was, I was at least born and raised there. So I had a lot of friends who enjoyed my quirkiness, I guess, but that's just me being crazy. Uh, but I dream in pink. I knew that, uh, I suffer a lot with my art and finishing things and, and like bringing things into fruition actually. Um, so I wanted to make something that was me reminding myself like how much I not only love myself, but love me being non-binary and trans. Um, and pink has always been like my color uh, because as a kid, um, I wasn't even allowed to leave the house wearing pink um, because it was seen as too effeminate. Um, I mean, of course, I, I was given like toy cars to play with where I'd be with my sister in the other room and I'd play like with her Barbies with her and I would come up, cut up our clothes and make little, little like... <laughs> rest in peace those fashion accessories, but um, I have grown since then with my uh, fashion. <laughs> um, <laughs> but really, I knew that I wanted to create something that I saw in my head because this tree um, is sort of this, this place that I always go to whenever I want to feel like home. Uh, because whenever Missouri didn't feel like that, um, I could just lay in bed and I can just like close my eyes and I was here where all that it was was this lush field of like green grass and this one tree in the middle. Um, so I Dream in Pink was literally everything that's in here you saw. Um, and everything that I said was like straight from the heart, uh, with like, with like the musical score that, um, I sort of like defined, uh, thank God I had Curtis, um, who, who helped me with it because I'm still struggling with the music tool sometimes, but, um, but he really helped me develop this sort of like, ambiance of like everything is pink and lush, but also there's this sort of like horror element of the organs um, to also um, emphasize like my upbringing and background and horror as well. So that's kind of the, the sandwich of that piece. <laughs> and how important was that for you? Oh, I'm sorry. That was a little feedback. <laughs> like, how important was that for you as far as dreams giving you the platform to be able to actualize and, and really have a conversation with yourself in an artistic platform? Um, I'll be honest. Whenever I released it, I cried. 
um, because it was so important to me. It, um, dreams, like, giving me the opportunity to create this, this place uh, that, like, meant so much to me. Um, like, when I say it means so much to me, I mean, like, this place was honestly life or death for me. Like, growing up um, without it, I don't know where I'd be, what I would have been um, without, like, that solace. Uh, and so I wanted to actualize it so that any time I felt that pain, I can just turn on dreams and I can go right back to it. Um, and yeah, I do like kind of have this somber monologue, <laughs> but um, the whole point at the end was to remind myself that like, you're not what people try to make you, you're the person that you have made yourself to be. Um, and you're this person who is um, a guardian, an angel, um, a goddess, um, pink, of love, of beauty, and uh, you realize that, you love that, and you move on with it. And so that, and so dreams helped emphasize that for me, and honestly, I'm in debt to it. <laughs> awesome. I mean, that is powerful stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm very dramatic. <laughs> I mean, some things deserve to be dramatized I guess. right well i mean i guess what of course we're all trying to tell i guess the story of who we are and draw from our personal experiences but mm -hmm. like who do you draw inspiration from as as it pertains to i guess the delivery of your art the filmmaking aspect of your art you know, it's interesting uh, because I have a bunch of like little inspirations, um, like randomly. Like, there's an artist named Will Cotton who, um, if you've seen the uh, the cover of Katy Perry's Teenage Great Dream song, where she's like laying in the pink cotton, um, I, I. Do not believe I have, but I have seen, <laughs> but I have seen Will Cotton's work. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. He um he's somebody that had always inspired me. Um, in terms of film, where I draw a lot of stuff, uh, Guillermo del Toro is a big inspiration for me, um, especially uh, in terms of my horror. I'd say like really my horror part of my ascendant comes from Guillermo del Toro, John Carpenter, um, very that. Uh, whereas the light and fluffy <laughs> uh, very much comes from like Will Cotton, uh, Steven Universe. Uh, I'm trying to think about things as, well, honestly, also amidst some like Furbies and Barbies as a kid. Um, I know people hate Furbies, but like, uh, they're everything to me. Um, so I'd say that, honestly, that's where a lot of that comes from, I think. Oh. Uh, I, did, yeah. I, I did not expect the Furby part. <laughs> yes. I, I just think about these little cute little creatures. And, like, and they're also kind of, like, terrifying. And I love that. <laughs> the... Um, the uh, short you made him 
Mm-hmm. Remind, it, it, the first thing I think of when I hear him is mm-hmm. it, uh, is uh, Powerpuff Power Girls. Yes, Powerpuff Girls. Because that was, that was one of the most terrifying things I think I saw as a young kid. Like, everybody yeah. thought it was fun and, like, all this stuff. But I'm like, something about a devil with crab hands in a tutu mm-hmm. speaking in, like, five voices at once. I was like, <laughs> like, I wasn't even, like, a child when that show was on. And I was just like, that is kind of kind of creepy. Uh, I like Cartoon Network in that time era is like it's so like because like him I remember watching Powerpuff Girls and being like now why can't that be me (laughs) Um, and now thankfully that is me (laughs) but um but like between that and I even watch like Courage and even though like, shows as demented as cow and chicken, um, everything like that, I go, mm, I will absorb that. I will turn that into moisturizer and put it into my skin. Um, <laughs> and now I draw a lot from like that content as well. So, is is everything you do a play on like? I guess uh, self-reflection of, of of looking inward and kind of shining a light through yourself and putting up your art as a silhouette on the wall. Like, is it that type of self-reflection and realization, or is there a message that you yourself are trying to, or that you feel you're working towards? Like, maybe you haven't gotten the original thesis yet. Well, I, um, it's a little bit of both, I'd say. I think that almost everything that I do, I put a little bit of myself into. Um, and honestly, I say a little bit of myself, but I actually put a lot of myself into literally everything. Um, because, uh, I, I do have, like, a message, and especially within dreams, of, like, wanting to show like game devs and even other dreamers who just like can just create things mm-hmm. um because like we all we all have a bias we all have um we all have like you know like our own brains and our own perspectives and the world around us um and i can see whenever i play these dreams and i i watch like these animations and these short stories um, how overwhelmingly like like heterosexual they are if there is sexuality playing at all um, and I want game devs and dreamers to like to just make people queer <laughs> like I, I want people to see that like in the world that we live in um, there's queer people literally everywhere obviously um, and I want I want games and dreams to reflect the world that we live in. Um, and I want like, I want trans stories. I want queer stories. I want, I want uh, games where like, there's just this little guy who's just like, oh, you know, um, my boyfriend and I broke up like two days ago and that's his only line in the movie. <laughs> you know, it's like the smallest thing. Um, so like, my goal is always to provide a voice 
um, that was um, suppressed for like generations for queer people. Um, and I want to bring that to dreams uh, because if there's one place to start, I think that dreams is the perfect place. I, I would definitely agree with you. Um, I think we're just getting to basically the the crux of what dreams can be. I see mm-hmm. it as I definitely see it as a trendsetter in a way that uh, it's going to take over a lot of the. I don't know. It's good. I think it's going to become the format that we get a lot of stuff out of, whether it be memes or you know, sh- the short films that people can just throw up on, you know, yeah. on Twitter or anything like that. And, and yeah, representation is always important, mm-hmm. always important. And to have a place that's genuinely as welcoming as the dreams community, more welcoming than really any community I've ever been a part of. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> Easy. I know I'm like, especially whenever I released I Dream in Pink, I was, um, it was hard for me to release it because I was absolutely overcome with anxiety. Um, Because I know that like, there are people that love what I do, but of course there's plenty of people who hate that like, I'm I'm so queer driven um, because it's very like, oh, why does everything you do have to be queer and all that, um, which I mean, I think I make my message very clear why, but um, like whenever uh, I Dream in Pink was was picked for um, MM Picks, uh, I was like, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I, I don't know, um, but I think that I actually had an out-of-body experience where my soul left, um, and like uh, Curtis, <laughs> the love of my life, my favorite Canadian, um, he, uh, he had tweeted, well, tweet direct message me about how uh, they were playing it on their stream. Um, Jen and Tania particularly who, um, the like, I, I think that honestly, I can't thank those two enough, especially. I think that, that, uh, Jen is the one that saw it on Twitter um, and showed it to people, and like honestly, um, I owe her my life because I love her, and that meant everything to me. <laughs> um, and I love how like I found a lot of accessibility with um, with MM through her um, because it felt so easy to talk to her and share things with her, and her excitement for like queer messages. Um, meant so much and dreams having somebody um like in a development team like that is so imperative for people like me who want to use dreams to spread these messages but like if nobody cares then like it's hard it's like y'all do it anyways but if people care about what i'm doing then that only makes me more powerful <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah. definitely it's, i very few times in my in my personal life have i felt like that i've been at the start of something i yeah. don't like at the start of uh, the ground floor of 
of something that's going to grow into something bigger, like uh, mm -hmm. getting a little bit away from dreams. But generationally, yeah. like I always tell people, like there's a difference between being a filmmaker, like being a filmmaker in the industry and set to make something back in the early 90s than mm -hmm. now or being someone who's trying to set up for the internet and being at you know being at the cusp of it at the you know right when it hit the market and i feel like dreams is that thing where it's at it's not run by and at the moment it's not run by any type of algorithm everybody right. everybody's on the ground floor everybody is you know trying to get their work out and it really means and what what it's showing through twitter that you know, if you make something, it's you can actually have it be seen mm -hmm. and, and it's not so hard to get your stuff out. And that that vehicle that's been created by dreams, it, I can't express enough how important and potent that is. So, yeah, yeah, I know. Like without dreams, like it's so hard to like to just do film stuff because like you need all that equipment and i'm like mama i work at target as a beauty consultant i don't make no like 20 dollars an hour and i'm not full-time i ain't got that film crew money um so having dreams where like to have a camera you just use a gadget um and then like i just use some like some little beat boops and some little boobops and then i have a movie um where i can like where i can like use my voice too uh it's like everything i mean i wish i could like transpose myself into dreams and just be like wow look i'm also uh hanging around and acting but uh even just having being able to do the vocal work um, and making a vision come to life, uh, and then putting it on YouTube and being like, hey, y'all, look at this thing that I made. Um, is incredible. Even as somebody with, um, as I said, like literally zero game dev, um, I took no classes in high school or college. Um, I, bear I still hardly know what I'm doing half the time, but I know what I want and I know what I see. Um, and that's how the things come to be. And, and I definitely agree with that because I mean, like you said, like I'm in the same boat, like mm -hmm. as, as far as filmmaking goes, like I don't have connections. I have, mm -hmm. I, I have people that are kind of disillusioned with what filmmaking is. And yeah. they, and so like, that's why I, I found it interesting. You're, venture to California because my story as far as California goes was that I feel like I learned one thing. Well, mm -hmm. one real important thing when I was out there and it was the difference between people who want to make film and people who want to be famous. Yeah. And cause like, for instance, like, uh, I lived with a friend and this friend had, they had directors, sound engineers, uh, actors, voice actors, uh, special effects guys. We were all in this one place and everybody was trying to like be a part of that big production. 
yeah. they were and they would be like, you know, I want to make movies. I want to make movies. And I'm like, well, we have everyone here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to make movies. And so, yeah. you know, and, and I feel like with that, if you bring that back into dreams, it does take away that thing where it's like, hey, like you might not be making the you know, m- maybe not even the final form of what you intend to make. Mm-hmm. Like it could just be a piece, but in that piece, there's way more than you had before dreams existed. Like you said, yeah. I-, I always wanted to do voice acting and I had no way to get into it. Like, the, mm-hmm. you know, but, but another thing about that was I also wanted to do you know, short films. And I had no way to do that because I've been like really close to putting together a production, like, like a month away from beginning production in, in, in IRL and, um, and have everything fall apart multiple times. Yeah. And so it's like, this is, there's a reason I believe that dreams, even if I c- Technically, at this point, can't do everything that I've wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I can do more than I could before it existed. Right. And yes. So I mean, I, go ahead. I don't want to just keep talking. Oh, no, you're fine. No, I love it. I definitely um because like through and through, um, I'm an actress and like, like performing is everything for me. Um, I know a. In theater and um, in college, it was so hard for me because I didn't fit um, the normal, and that's the normal, like for um, their productions. Um, and I got cast so little. Um, and a lot of it was because, um, because of my voice, uh, because, like, TLDR, when I was born, I was born with a cleft palate. Um, so, like, that sort of, like, messed with my vocal tonality. Um, it made my voice pretty nasally. And uh, sometimes, like, inmates that have more of, like, a monotone quality. Uh, and so whenever I was in college, it was always, um, oh, how can we fix that? Um, and I'm like, y'all, it's... um. It's literally a physical um, abnormality. I don't, <laughs> and like they would, they would try to have like voice classes with me, and they're like, "Oh, well, if you like lower the pitch of your voice," and I'm like, "Girl, that that's not how this works." <laughs> so, so like whenever I I dealt with that and um in college, it made me realize that like most of my path towards doing what I want to do. I'm literally going to have to like build on my own. Um, and the nice thing about dreams, um, and honestly, like, and some of the, the film I've been able to do around here, I, um, I get to just do it myself. So nobody's going to tell me, Oh, you know, can you, um, can you like fix that? And I go, no, <laughs> uh, and I just do it anyways. Um, and like even when I when I first got here, I started doing like film at Snowwork immediately. Um, I, I'm even um, I'm SAG eligible, uh, but I know I ain't got that SAG money, which you know is the the actors union 
for uh, people who don't know. Um, and uh, and that's like a gateway to be able to actually get auditions and agents and all that. But um, but also LA is very money, um, which who has that? So the nice thing about dreams is that um, you know I I pay for the game and now I can just do whatever and it doesn't cost me anything. Well, I mean PlayStation charges me, but not Media Molecule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So let me. I guess I still want to harp on that, on that, on that point though. Like, (laughs) cause it it really is a big one, especially for people dealing with film. Like Mm -hmm. it's just like, I don't know how many times you've been hit with this, but people are just like, you know, yeah, you say you want to make movies, just do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah they're they're like you want to make movies like you say you want to do just just do it and i'm like yo this isn't the same as you know i i I, nobody's profession should be looked down on so i say that as a precursor to what i'm about to say Mm -hmm. but some professions are easier to accomplish I, I, i i would hope everyone can agree with that like if you're if you're a teacher if you're willing to move there is always a job there for you mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know in most professions there's a place for you when you're a creative it becomes a little more difficult especially when it comes to your own being able to control your old your own direction in the creations you want to make and yeah. so you know, yeah, like the the money thing, nobody, especially right now, nobody really has that except for, you know, people who always had way too much before right. <laughs> before it started. But then also going back to that story about L.A., it's the idea that, you know, uh, everybody, I guess there's there's everyone has their definition of success. So you mm-hmm. may not always have someone that's willing to jump on board your definition like yeah you know and once again bringing it back to dreams just that's that's the beauty is that you know you may not be able to do it as fast like <laughs> because mm-hmm. you know normally it takes a, a a small town to make a movie um <laughs> as far as the 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 bodies needed uh, so you may not be able to do it as fast, but as MC Alchemist, who jo- uh, joined us in chat a little bit ago, explained, it's like, hey, but now you got the thing. You mm-hmm. have the you have the thing to get it out there and let it be done. And, you know, even if no more changes come to dreams, even if for some reasons there's no support or anything like that, what's been given in my mind, and it's because of specifically what I wanted from gaming it is it is everything it needs to be to do everything that i asked for i just got to get better (laughs) the nice thing too is that um at least like when i started dreams it was such a struggle because um i felt that i didn't have anybody um and i'm a person um i'm so extroverted um, and like I struggle with, uh, you know, you know, I would say that I struggle with logic, but that doesn't even, 
that doesn't even explain what logic does to me. Like, if you see a hole in the ground, basically um, five, six, uh, you know, feet wide, it's probably for me and the logic dug it for me. It literally kills me because I'm so bad at it. And like, I watch the videos and everything and like, I don't learn well that way. I learn better having people there with me. Um, and that's why I'm begging Media Molecule for Multiplier because I need help. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, even with uh, with I Dream in Pink, um, without Curtis there, like helping push me, like being like, you know, you can do this uh, and helping me with like music and any like sort of logic questions. Also, I messaged Tap so many times like so many times and I had I remember I sent him like this this paragraph and I was like oh my god tap please I am panicking I have no idea how to do this and if I don't get this done I'm gonna scream yeah it, believe me we are kindred spirits in in that sense like logic is as as many people if you've watched this show before I talk about it all the time <laughs> as to what it does to me but yeah, it's, I mean, it. that's the thing. It's, there is help out there. And mm-hmm. as we talked a little bit about before, uh, before coming live, like the idea that all of us that are in dreams right now are, the, we're, we're the, we're basically the, the groundwork. We're the people that are paving the way for those that come after us as far mm-hmm. as the knowledge that we can share to stop that wall from deterring other players. Yeah. Um, and so like all of us may not be, you know, you know, the gods of dreams, but we're going to, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to be the foundation of basically keeping dreams going. And, yeah. and, and that's, you know, in a, in a more recent thing that I discussed um, uh, with Kermitius, for those that are familiar with uh, Wuxi, was the idea of sharing in dreams. Uh, we'll have that Solo Imps episode coming up. Uh, I'll be uploading it soon, but I want to get a few more done before we do that. But um, yeah, we were talking about sharing in dreams and the idea that you know everything we do right now is building up really building the community like we are mm-hmm. making dreams better even without media molecule like making changes and so dreams is games communism wow it's <laughs> <MC> yeah, <laughs> i mean I, yeah uh, and so you know, I, I just I, I've, I've said this before, but I really do want to push like, you know, for people who do have issues kind of like sharing what they do now the assets. Yeah, that's your asset. You do what you want with that. But as far as the knowledge and that's what's important to me, more more importantly to me, the the knowledge of doing certain things within dreams, all that does is make dreams better and it makes mm-hmm. people within dreams better and it's it's just yeah yeah as alchemist said it's games communism like that's that's what we're searching for i mean without that like it'd be so hard for me to do anything uh just because i mean like i said i i don't have none of that background um and the dreams community gives me the opportunity to like but it's like my goal in dreams is to 
aren't gonna tell these stories. Um, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like make something, I'm not trying to like um, make something groundbreaking or, um, or like become this new face of dreams or, or, you know, like change the wheel, you know, as they say. Um, yeah. I just want tools to help me like bring, bring my stories to life. Um, or at least like help, uh, and, uh, I mean, thankfully, which of which I've gotten to be able to, um, to bring these things to fruition. But otherwise, and I've definitely had this before where like I'm playing dreams and then like, like, I, I just can't, I have to, I have to stop because, um, I'm too frustrated, flustered, um, because dreams is honestly hard for me, um, as it is for some people. Um, and I mean, sometimes it's hard whenever, like, you know, you see your friends, like, every time Manabo uh, releases something or half up, I'm like, I hate y'all. <laughs> I hate how much I love you guys, um, especially Manabo, who's, like, a pretty good friend of mine who, um, who I, I, would, I would talk to all the time. Um, for help, I go, please, somebody, anybody. Uh, and I even, even like that, even whenever people like text me their help, it's still hard for me um, because I'm a person who like, who learns by doing things with another person. I know that there was one time when I was trying to make this piano where, uh, where you have to hit three keys in a certain order in order to activate something. Um, and I looked at this piano and I'm like, uh, <laughs> and bless his heart, um, Breezy. And this is before he, um, he got signed on to Media Monkey even. Um, he like, he let me, I don't, I don't know what it's called, but like I was watching him while he was doing it. Um, on the, on the PlayStation, and uh, and I, he was explaining to me what he was doing, and I was like, perfect, that's what I need. <laughs> and then it, it helped in time. Indeed. So, I mean, I, I want to second that help thing because Lord knows, Lord knows so many have tried. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, so many have tried, and they're like, wait, how far are you getting? And I'm like, well, I got to here and, and right. I feel like, you know, and I've been kind of on a forced hiatus right in the middle of trying to, cause I've really put forward my best foot trying to learn logic. Cause Me I just, I, I stopped all of my, I stopped all of my, uh, like sculpting. I stopped everything. and was just like, I'm going to focus on logic. And I did this one thing and everyone like, Thankfully, everyone came out of the woodwork trying to help me. And, mm -hmm. you know, but I, I got to this point where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stop asking for help, not because I don't get it or not because I didn't get help, but because the time I'm putting into this to make this work, I might as well just give it to someone who could just do it in a second. And be right. But the option to do either or is is, is like, that's in itself powerful mm -hmm. and you know and i know you said you're not trying to do anything groundbreaking but is that true 
Is that is that true? Maybe I'm kind of lying. <laughs> maybe I am trying to like trying to like encourage people. Okay, I was completely lying. I am trying to like sort of break like sort of this wall of like the lack of queer stuff on dreams. That is true. <laughs> I'm trying to encourage people to make more queer things or not even things that are just queer, but have like elements of like, you know, anything beyond like, um, you know, straight white male sort of things. Like, all right, we had enough. We're ready for, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ready I mean, for more things. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, I can understand that. And I mean, that's something that's, that's a, that's a conversation that spans to the entertainment industry as a whole, Mm -hmm. not, (laughs) not necessarily just dreams, but any voice trying to further that is, is, is a powerful voice. So continue to try to push people to do that um i am i mean there's several games that i'm playing like i play a lot of league of legends for example and there's like over a hundred and something champions and there's like one that's confirmed queer i'm like i don't i something doesn't add up here i'm like (laughs) well i I mean things like that (laughs) okay well i i got one and it was before senna was released. I know we're getting into League of Legends talking right. a little bit, but I until Cena was released, the thing that tripped me out was they had one black male character, yeah. and the skin for that black male character turned him white. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. wait, well, it's like you just you undid it. But then again, being familiar with the, uh, I wouldn't being familiar with how I guess black people are perceived within mm-hmm. Asian culture. It it makes yeah. it like, I get why they did it, but it's still not a good look, you know, <laughs> but right. yeah, but yeah, and I, mean, I, I know that, um, especially trans stuff, um, gets a little complicated, um, especially um, in that area, because I know that, like, you know, they would have, I, and this will be, like, my last thing about League of Legends, sorry, but I know that they had, like, a character they knew that they wanted to make trans, but then they had to pull back on it, and I want, like, game studios to just commit to it, um, just do it, um, because, I know that we're always scared about, uh, you know, you want your game to sell. Um, I know, like, even whenever The Last of Us 2 came out and, like, like Ellie was, you know, uh-oh, maybe a lesbian or, like, maybe maybe Abby is trans, like, things like that. There was so much controversy. And I'm like, I, I want people to realize that queer people are literally all around you. Like, when you go to work, there, I can assure you there is at least one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I can assure you that you have met a trans person, even if they haven't been like, hello, I'm trans. Um, and I want game studios to normalize just having those characters. It's like you don't have to make a character, you don't have to make like a gay male, male character who's like, oh, effeminate and like 
you know, oh, zippity doo You don't have to rely on that. Yeah. You can just you can just have like the simplest little details and just make your game. Tell the stories you want to tell. Have like a queer person. Maybe don't kill them for once. That'd be great. This that happens all the time. Um, maybe let them have a happy life too. <laughs> um, you know, things like that. I I have like a million things that I want to do in terms of like, you know, with the voices and telling like queer, um, also queer happy stories where like they end up together, where like maybe not one of them dies of AIDS. Um, you know, that's always ideal. And when you have those stories where like it's a happy ending too, um, or like having trans characters who like who don't have to like pass for their gender and like the society norms. I I want everybody to have like characters that they can see and they're like, you know, that's that's like me. And that means a lot to me because I, I didn't have a whole lot of that growing up. Um, and I know that really would have helped. <laughs> yeah. It, it changes a lot as far as, um, as far as uh, just seeing someone like you, mm-hmm. you know, and that's been a, that's been something that uh, maybe not on this show, but on other uh, podcasts that I do, I've talked about multiple times, like yeah. people, people don't understand a lot of the times, just the psychological damage that comes from not being able to see someone like you represented in the roles that everyone else sees, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and some people are like, Oh, well you just pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you know, you just be you. And if you, if you're strong, oh, enough, yeah. if you're strong enough, you'll make it blah, 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 blah. It's like, yeah, it's not that simple. <laughs> I know. Like, oh, yes. Thank you for that. Now <laughs> I am strong. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> yes. I'm glad you told me that all I needed to be was strong. I'll be strong <laughs> right away. I am a gladiator now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, it's, it, it, it really is important. And, um, this might be a little too much for some people in this chat, but if you ever get, if you ever want to see, uh, just personally for me, this is like my, the video that I could point people out to. That's just like, if you want to see what the psychological damage of not having representation can do, there was a psychological study called, uh, that was basically, uh, the doll study. And in this video, which if y'all really want, it's a, it's a little rough. At least it is for me. Like I, I tear up every time I watch it because it's just rough for me to see, but I'm shit. I'm tearing up right now. Just thinking about it. But, um, yeah, it's basically, if you get a chance, doll D O L L it's, um, I'll pull it up while, uh, while we're talking again at some point, but it's basically just, you have, I'll, I'll explain it a little bit. And I, like I said, I'm sorry if this is being a little too much for some people, but it is important. Um, they take uh, black children and they put them at a table with a, a 
line gradient of dolls with with different skin tones and they ask the little girl like the little black girl like which doll is beautiful and she points to the white one and then they ask which doll is bad ugly evil she points to the black doll and that's the doll that looks like her so you know and you say like well how the hell does a child like come to that conclusion and it's because you know when you see online in movies and the news and all you see black people as is like crooks thugs villains like all that stuff and then when you see people like shown as beautiful and they're all Mm -hmm. white women like that stuff messes a child up and the reason it hits me personally so hard is because i did not realize it but i grew up on on movies, comic books, like those were my big things. And of about a decade ago, like I said, I'm an old man, but about a decade ago, I realized that a lot of the characters that I was drawing or writing about in my scripts or even like they were all white. And I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't realize it. Like I just never even thought about it. And then one day I was just like, wait, where the hell are my characters that look like me? And that really messed me up. Like it, it, it took me a while to really shift and think back to how all of that. So for all the people that, you know, get upset and they're like, Oh, they're just trying to change characters to, you know, Oh, this, this character has to be gay now, or this character Mm -hmm. has to be black now. Like there's a reason people are fighting so hard for that message to get out Mm -hmm. because it's literally making people feel like they are less than human. Yeah. And that's, and you might not understand or feel that because it doesn't necessarily pertain to an issue you have. Like, you know, when it comes down to it, like up until hell, I think even still now, like 98% of all superheroes are white. Yeah. 95% of, or no, it changed in 2016. 85% of all lead roles in films are white males. Mm -hmm. Like, so even when you want to break that down and not speak about race, you still, you're still speaking about, you know, how many of the leads are women, which we have seen an uptick in, but even still those women have to have pretty long resumes to, yeah. <laughs> to get that type of recognition. Uh, you know, how many, basically how many just, who are you representing? Mm-hmm. So like, who are you really representing? An artist supposed to be a mirror of the world around you with your own personal expression. Like where's the rest of the world? <laughs> right so, you know yeah that's why um that's why i mean i tell people am i anything that i make and dreams will be queer like any any character you see or anything like i am even right now i'm i'm writing a story about um aphrodite and persephone um who actually like my own sort of mythology of, of them being lovers um because like I want, I don't think y'all understand how gay I want to make dreams. 
I um, I simply want to reflect what I want to do in the film world as well. Um, and Dreams is just good at being able to give me the accessibility to be able to do that. Um, and I mean, thankfully, um, media, I think, is ever-growing. Uh, and I think, like, diversity is getting better. Um, but um, there's always room to, like, to improve and to further um, show, like, this is what the world looks like. <laughs> um, and sure, there's still places where if you look in a classroom, it's like, it's all white. But then you have to ask the question, why? Why is it like that? Yeah, it, it's, it's not like, oh, it just happened. There's a reason or why um, why in my high school was I one of very few people who came out like that's that's not there's something going on there. Um, like we have to like look at our environments and that's why we have like we have the media that we do to tell those stories to make us think. Um, and then if we're always thinking about like our surroundings, uh, then we can um, take into that fact and then make our own art that tells stories that should be told or need to be told. Yeah. yeah. Uh, such such a, a, a potent conversation. I did, like it's. I didn't. Expect, right. I didn't. I didn't expect to to come here during this podcast. But yeah, I mean, do whatever you can to get your vision and your message mm -hmm. out. And, and ultimately that's what everyone's trying to do. Um, and so, you know, and we, a lot of people are conditioned in certain ways. Like we do take, you know, we do pick up cues from what we see, what we watch, what we read, mm -hmm. you know, so, but for those people, it's not necessarily trying to stop you from creating your vision. It's it's making you aware of, like you said, like the details where it's like, but do you see that though? Right. Do you see that thing right there mm -hmm. in your vision? Like, you know, and and it's it's just really important. Like, there's not really much else to say on that, in my opinion. Well, there's a lot more to say about it as far as going into details. Right. But but as far as the as far as just the 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 top of the the tip of the iceberg being like you know making sure that representation is 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 a message that's being flown on the flag out to the rest of people like do what you do and you know make your art and continue to grow and as long as everybody continues to grow like we'll we'll get to where we're going. It's only when you get close. It's only when you're closed off and purposefully obtuse, as my as my brother would put it. Like right. <laughs> it's only then that you really start to put yourself in danger of being called out for for certain things, or even even considering it being called out. Like mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, like the the, the begrieved. How would you? Maybe I shouldn't use that term. <laughs> no, because there's a way my brother explains it, and and it's it's right, but it's like 
it also is kind of asking for someone to take offense to, right. <laughs> you know, but it's just like the begrieved culture of the war on straight men, you know, that whole horse shit that's going right. <laughs> you know, I those, love that yes this yeah. war <laughs> yeah yeah it's just like I, come literally on. i just want to be queer i there is no war <laughs> i just want to be able to do things without having food thrown at me please yeah. and thank you um yeah. <laughs> i don't remember the last time uh I just personally, I'm here to be corrected, but I don't remember the last time that, you know, I heard of a mass genocide of straight white men doing it, like happening. I just don't right. remember it. Maybe, maybe I didn't pay attention in the history books, but <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you know, it's, if, if there is, if there's a war, this is the most one-sided war. Right. I, I just, I want people to realize, especially within the dreams community, that really like dreams is such like an easy catalyst for like all the, like these messages that we want to send. And that's why like I use it to do that. Would it, I mean, it'd be, yes, it'd be easier if like, it didn't feel so like me, which is here and everybody else is here. Um, and I mean, I'd love to one day have sort of like a queer collective of like people who like, we come together and like, we just really just churn out queer content of like, of every kind. Um, and I'm hoping that, um, that if there's one thing that you can get from me and like this whole shebang um it's it's one to please make queer things <laughs> but um to two like always consider like characters and characterization and lives that are outside your own um and always consider outside perspectives uh within the world like trying to like make things from a different perspective like even in just one dream try it um and let that show you like how much power that can add to not only you as a creator um but to a piece that you're putting the same love that you put into like your your own pieces that you put your own bias in which your your bias isn't bad i'm not saying that but your own perspective i'll say so i'll always i just want to encourage people to always think on the outside you know think about um people who are working every day to make themselves visible and think about using your platform to help make that happen yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty much. That's pretty much it. That's <laughs> that's that's it. So, uh, what I guess is there a um, is there a big project? Because we always ask this for whoever comes on, but yeah. is there a, is there a big project that 
you're working towards you that you may be like i'm not i'm not good enough to do this yet but everything i'm working on is to get to this one big thing is there something that you got cooking in the far reaches because you know we all have like 80 projects that we are still trying to work on is there's that one that's been sitting back there it's pushed all the way back now and you're like that's what i'm working towards yes i mean i and i mean y'all y'all saw like all those like working projects, which were basically um all abandoned because of my either ADHD or incompetence, <laughs> including that that duck and the watermelon um world. Well, actually, it was a platypus, but that's not important. Um, that isn't the project, but it is something. It was like a, I'm bad with platformers, um, but. Uh, I know that I put a little clip of it, of the, the typing of dysphoria, um, and with like the, uh, the little dictionary definition too. I really want to create this, um, this surrealist motion picture, um, well, I call it, uh, sensory surrealist motion picture, um, about what it's like to like a personal journey of like what it's like to live with dysphoria um and like what that does to a person um it takes a lot of energy (laughs) because that does like dive pretty deep um into me but there's something like kind of therapeutic about it uh just there's a lot of things I do not know how to do, <laughs> and I don't even know how to approach. Um, but I know that I want it to be a message of like the. I want to like really dive into the horror of it, um, but I also want to like I want to show people one trans story um, that's like reflective of my own. Uh, because I, I also want people to know that, like, me telling my story is not going to be the same as other trans stories. Um, how I present myself is different than how other non-binary people present themselves. But I really want, um, I guess, a work in progress title, Dysphoria, uh, to be, you know nothing about how it feels to be a trans person. I want you to like watch and experience this, and I want you to feel it. I want I want you to like to see to hear. I I want it to like influence your emotions so much that that you that you're that person. So, yeah, yeah. It's, really, I, mean, uh, I feel like that's the goal to, to basically <laughs> yeah, basically put the, the humanity into it. Exactly. Yeah, just like you might not have the same experience, but being able to understand that experience from that perspective allows exactly. you to see the subject matter or the, the the person within the subject matter as more human. Exactly. And, I, anything that makes it look like trans people are just people that were born with like different, you know, m- molecular biology all that stuff um but they're, they're still a person 
it's not like a monster. It's not somebody who wants to like go into the bathroom with your with your child or something like that. Trans um, <clears throat> people always present those arguments that like trans people are like these monsters, people who want to create unsafe spaces for your children. Um, whenever all that we want to do, uh, we want to wake up in the morning. I uh, hate that we're waking up in the morning, eat breakfast, go to work, make money, support our family, and that's it. We just want to live. We yeah. just want to survive. And, and I'll, I'll I'll make a proclamation right now, just in case we have uh, anyone who may not have felt so comfortable during this conversation. Um uh, but when it comes down to it, like a lot of it comes from religion and mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to preach to anybody what their religion or anything like that. All I would say is that at the basis of at least one of the biggest purveyors of these, the stigma, the stigma of individuality being mm-hmm. Christianity, just remember that, you know, at the beginning, it's nothing but the logos and the logos is love. So yeah. just, just know, lo- just know love, have the capability, have the capacity to love unconditionally within you and we'll all see better days. Um, I do want to approach this question in chat because I find it very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, payoff wizard who, for those that don't know is, Oh, uh, an, an actual wizard in dreams. <laughs> I don't know who hasn't played a scent, you know, it, it's, it's many of the other things that just amazing, but he types in chat uh, quick question. I made a black character for vicious vicious being me uh, to voice, mm-hmm. but for a moment I thought he was going to be unable to do it in this scenario. Is it better to have a white guy voice the black character or change the character to white? And Bexis said option three involved black creators. Huh? How, let me, let me ask you, I'm going to, I'm going to shift that over to you, Dighty. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to shift that to you because I'm, I want to take a moment to really think about this because there are many, there are many, it's not a simple, like right and wrong answer. Uh-huh. And, and and I can give many many you know places where you know or examples of where people have been put into the situation of this you know this conundrum and had to work their way out of it and I, I so yeah if you do you want to do you want to go at it or should I just start sure. blabbering <laughs> okay. I mean I I definitely can. Um, Although this is coming from my, um, I am white, just so that everybody knows. <laughs> um, so that it's that perspective. Um, in fact, I am actually blending into the wall. Uh, it's it's hard, <laughs> but uh, most importantly, I think that uh, whoever said the option three involved black creators, um, I think, kind of hits it on the on the what is what is the expression on the on the nail hits it nail on the head there we go okay yeah yeah. great got there um i think that um you should do everything that you can just to 
um, I think regularly involve um, Black creators, queer creators, um, literally people across the spectrum. Um, if you have the opportunity to do that, then you should just do it, I think. I think that in that situation, if like, if you're worried that that Vicious couldn't do it, um, then I wouldn't just find another Black creator um, because uh, I don't know. I would just find another Black creator because um, I don't think there's enough um, Black created um, emphasized content on dreams. I I want more. There should always be more. Um, and I think that that's just an opportunity to do that. You know, I really appreciate that answer um, from you and Bexis because I, I get hung up. I personally get hung up in this because I'm always like, this all goes back to the representation thing. Mm -hmm. Like how many companies would have been saved from disastrous marketing if they had one black guy in the office to be like, Hey guys, guys, that's, that's not the way you want to do this. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so I, same. <laughs> so I get that. And also from payoff wizard who says, obviously the best option, but I wouldn't know where to start. I'm going to tell you, like we were doing uh round tables for those that might be your first time here. We did round tables <laughs> where we had creators from dreams, uh, just coming in with just six of us. And we were just talking dreams the whole, for like two hours. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, looking back because I, I watch all these over again. Um, and I was like, I haven't had any black people on. And it wasn't on purpose. Like, it was just, I noticed it while watching back through. Sometimes I put the podcast on because just because I'm taking notes on things I do as well mm -hmm. it's like how can i make this better how can i change this up but it you know the moment i realized it i was like okay i want an all black pod like an all black yeah. round table and that's where i come back to what payoff wizard brought up because i've been trying to find black creators in dreams and i I thought I knew how to do it. I thought I would be like, oh, well, I'll just look for black creators. We'll get it done. I, it's so hard. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like even people, because some, some people don't have their faces out there like me, you know, yeah. and you know, and there were some people where I was like, I think they're black, but I don't know. And I'm not, and it's not necessarily because of anything they said or hearing their voice mm -hmm. and being like, oh, that's a black guy. No, it's just, I, you know, there were ones I was like, I thought they were black and, and finding out that some of them weren't made it so much harder for me to try mm -hmm. to fill up. So I'm still trying to do it. Like right. I've, I've reached out to the creator for Modi, son of Thor. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that. Exactly. A, a MC Alchemist. I did that. I'm not even trying to shy away from it. I did. I'd like, DM someone would be like, hey, you black? And, 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 and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I got some interesting answers. Like, it wasn't just a straight up yes or no. Well, it was yes and no, but at the same time, it was like, I got other answers. 
And that mm-hmm. way it was it was wild. And so, you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm not I'm not calling anybody out, making fun of anybody, trying to say anything negative about anybody. Um uh Splatty's Adventure Creator is Black and Streams. Uh drop the name for me. Oh, that's drop, a good one. Drop the name for me. I'll I'll get on it immediately. <laughs> yeah, I mean I you know, even me, the only person I can even think of was um Actraman. Actraman, I don't know how you say it. He he's like also a cosplayer. He did like a really spooky thing. Guys, drop the see see <laughs> See, payoff or MC Alchemist said, I'm sure the community could help you. See, I messaged, I tweeted about this. I was like, drop names of Black Dreams creators so that I can look them up and reach out to them for a roundtable. Nobody responded. Sometimes Twitter is kind of rough. <laughs> See, but it's the only place that I know that the the largest vocal community right of 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 dreams is like facebook yeah like you have the people that constantly get the thumbs ups and all the interactions and stuff but then you have people Mm -hmm. who will ask things in like crickets for forever but like twitter usually you at least get someone Mm -hmm. who will drop and be like oh you know one uh you know, they'll drop and be like, hey, blah, blah, blah. That one person might be me because somebody I'll see somebody not getting responses. And I'm on Facebook like once every two weeks now. But if I see somebody in the dreams thing, like who put something and they didn't get a response, I'll be like, hey, try to reach out to people on this way to, yeah. to you know, because I know there are people who would be willing to help. Um, uh, Vicious, I'm going to scrap the plans I had for your character and make him a superhero. What? Uh, I mean, it's funny because I kind of deal with the same thing with um, with queer creators. I mean, there's there's several people who like put the little rainbow flag um, in their bio, but like, I'm not just gonna assume (laughs) that they're then queer because I know that sometimes allies do that too. Um, because even that, I'm I'm still only found like a handful of people. Um, I know that like, um, and I because I really want to work with like with more queer people. Um, so especially if you're queer and trans, um, anybody that's watching, like, feel free to message me because, <laughs> because I simply want um a, just a nice queer collective of people, um, so that we can really turn dreams rainbow. I love that. There we go. Hmm. Okay. There we go. It's, I'm just taking down notes of all the names people are dropping in chat. Right. Because yeah. I'm, def- I'm definitely going to be uh, running. Yeah. I'll be running. They'll be like, dude, if they know each other, they're going to be like, yo, this guy is <laughs> he's really rabid about this. Um, I mean, I loved it when y'all did the, did the all women's round table. Like, I definitely watched the shit out of that. <laughs> I was like, we love it. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it all started from the, like, me watching back through the show and just being like, who's not being represented here? Yeah. 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 And, and, and you know, it's, it, I mean, it, it as we've beaten, <laughs> into people's brains during this episode. It's just, it's important. 
It's yeah. important. And and uh, if we do in roundups, where are my fellow Mexicans? Hey, find, find <laughs> them. Exactly. Find find them. Be like, yo, there's this guy that wants to talk to you. And, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's yeah, sausage fest no longer. Like it really did. Like, like I mean, we've said on the show a few times now that if there is no like popularity quota to mm-hmm. get onto this show. Like we just want to talk to anybody who has anything to say, or feel strongly about mm-hmm. what they have to say about dreams. Like it's not about who the best creators are, or who's the best at logic and animation or making cinematic things. It's just, do you love dreams? Do you have something you want to say? And making sure that we get enough people and diversity in the people we have to make sure everything is said. And so, you know, I still want payoff wizard to jump on here with me. (laughs) You know, I I still need to do my, my, um, my solo or the, the, the solo joint with MC alchemist who was on our round table, but anybody who wants to be on, all you got to do is hit us up. Like that's that. I mean, we may, we may have a schedule, so it may take a minute to get to you, but we'll get to you. And and if not, I'll talk to you on my solo int show where I just talk to people. Uh, yeah. War garble. I've been trying to nail down for a oh, long yeah, time. Yeah. And the one time he had time to do solo imps with me, I was injured. So yeah, I'm just like, man, the one time I could have had war garble. And, but <laughs> like it's just like he's like, Yeah, I'm I'm free, ten days, let's do it. And I'm like, ah, I'm bedridden two weeks. <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, like there's so many people I want to speak to, but I want to speak to everybody. Um yeah. Uh, man, if I don't get into the Hispanic podcast just because I'm busy with college, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep in touch. Keep in touch. I'm mighty vicious everywhere. So if you're on Twitter, drop me a DM and just be like, hey, keep me in mind. And and we'll get it going because I don't I don't have a problem with doing and I I love the round table episodes. Cause a lot of times I feel like I'm talking too much. So <laughs> like, I always feel like, I'm, no. I always feel like, no, personally, I always feel like I'm boring my guest. Like, uh, like that's just how I, how I feel about it. I'm just like, that's why I rewatch things. I'm like, did I give him enough time to speak? Like, did I take over the conversation too much? Like, you know, did I make it about me? And, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, just all those notes I try to take to be better for you guys, for the people, for the people. So, yeah. Um, uh, So, yeah, I don't even I'm not sure how to pronounce your name, but is it Char? Char, I don't know. Or just message me. (laughs) Just, Just message me. Okay. Uh, yeah, self-aware mighty. I'm, I'm always, you know, I, that's my thing. I mean, if anybody who's watched any of the other shows that I do, I'm just a hypercritical thinker. Like that's, I'm always, I'm food for thought made into a person. 
So like that's that's how I that's how I work with everything. It's also why I also torture myself in my creations, as I feel all artists do. You know, always- yeah, literally me. I mean, <laughs> there there's so many things that like I I want to just finish, but I'm just like uh, I'm trying to make this platformer with this platypus with a dragon fruit on its head, and I don't know how to make platformers well. <laughs> and I watch all of the um all the Alexis videos. I watch all the tap videos, and I'm like, uh, y'all. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It, it, it just really be like that. That's why I primarily stick with like the short films because like that's something that I know. I know I know how to do like camera work and you know stuff like that. I know like what looks good. I know how to like you know that sort of thing. But platformers, I'm like, um, all right. Well, anyways, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm still working on my first one and uh, it's not going well, but, uh, (laughs) but, but I'm stubborn as hell. Like I've actually had, I had an art teacher in college who I drove him to curse at me in front of everyone. And he, he, (laughs) good. And well, he's better than the other one that wanted to fight me who literally was about to fight me in class. But the you know the one dude who cursed he was like you are so effing difficult <laughs> and he was like and you're stubborn as shit and he was like but you know what that's probably going to work out for you yeah <laughs> he was like so even though you make me so goddamn mad he was like i see where you where you have the potential to go and i was right. like well, i appreciate that and i'll take your words and work on myself <laughs> I'm, Love that. I'm, I'm still I'm still a canvas. I'm still, you know, it's I, there's a lot of white and I'm trying to fill it in. So I'll work on me. I appreciate I love when you know, I love and I know this is kind of beside all of this, but I love when people literally just say what they mean. Yeah. I, I it is so refreshing to me cuz you know, we all look at you know, we all see things like our current politicians and all this stuff. And when you see people faced with something like just stupid and no one in the room goes like, are you fucking kidding me? Like <laughs> just, just something that simple, just something that simple. And it's like, you always have to have this decor. I like when someone's like, dude, you angered the hell out of me. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, Hey, now I get some actual feedback. I can work on myself. If I feel I need to, maybe I won't, but you know what? Enough people tell me maybe I will, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. That's funny because like me as a person, as an artist or anything, I'm very like honest with how I feel about things. Um, and the funny thing about dreams is that I really keep most of my opinions on people's things to myself because I know that, like, it's very much like, you know, a place of, oh, you know, you're doing great and stuff. But I, I'm i still very, like, critical. I'm, like, I watched so many of the animations and stuff, for example. And I'm like, that's well animated, but the story is kind of you know, rough, <laughs> but I can't, I can't like tell people that because I mean, one, who am I? Um, and two, like, <laughs> two, I don't know. Like dreams is just like this place of like, just telling people that they're doing great out there. 
Um, but I mean, I like it whenever people, I, I want people to critique my stuff. I want them to be like, oh, you know, I'd love to see more of this from you or this from you. Um, I mean, as long as they're not like, oh, wow, this is dog shit, then I'm good. Uh, because <laughs> I'm like, don't ever tell me that because I will be so emotional. Oh, no. I might, I love the critiques um, because I always want to be a better artist. I always want to um, tell my stories better, like each time I release something. Um, so, like, if, if something doesn't work as well for you, I want to know, you know? <sighs> I'm just, uh, you know, I, I don't see, I don't think I've seen anything. And I know people are probably going to be, you know, like, really? But I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anything in dreams where I didn't, I didn't, I didn't appreciate it. And, 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 and so like, you know, I've gotten in trouble saying a version of this before, but like, even, even the people like, yeah, nobody wants to see the memes, but even, the, <laughs> but, but even with the memes, I'm like, that person took their time to learn enough about dreams to create that thing. And it's kind of like how I've I, my my new thing, and I I fail at it all the time. Um, still working on it, but when I watch movies now, like, um, I stop looking at movies in the sense of like, of course you like or you dislike it, but I if it's something that I dislike, I always try to pick out that one thing that I think that person thought was valid enough to make the film. Mm -hmm. Or to, or, you know, like you might watch something like the new Mortal Kombat, which uh, <laughs> I'm going to watch it again because your boy was in moods. Okay. Your boy was in moods, but like, I try to look at something like that or uh twilight or I am number four. Like I'll watch anything. That's my thing. Like I'll Man. watch anything, but you know, I always try to look at like, what was the thing that got that? that idea made or yeah. or what was the thing that person really wanted to get through and while they might have failed at all this other stuff that they might even think themselves that they failed at you know they still wanted to nail one thing and making movies and corralling like i said a small town worth of right. people to try like doing all the movie movies are magic to me and, oh, and, yeah. and and game development, to be fair, because uh, it kind of fits into the same mold where it's like trying to have so many different pieces come together to make a cohesive vision. It's absolutely wizardry. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like to, I mean, have you ever tried to get three people in a room to decide what to eat? Oh my like, god! And the, and the I think even with one person in the room, which is myself, I can't decide. So. <laughs> And, yeah. and the, the interesting thing about what you were saying was that, like, I love thinking about that in terms of, like, horror especially, um, because, like, I mean, horror, as we know, uh, usually, like, digs into, like, our deepest fears or things like that, and seeing, like, where it sets scenes, it really sets scenes, and, like, Candyman and uh, the original Halloween and things like that, um, but then, like, they make things like uh, 
What? I can't even think of a bad horror movie. Well, most of them, honestly. A lot of them are really bad. <laughs> but Uh-oh. it's like you can tell the difference in the, like, in the production of like Candyman and then the production of um, something like Slenderman, for example. It's like, not really sure what happened there, but I appreciate the attempt, just like in dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that's where that's where I kind of come from. With I'm just uh, I'm just a sponge in dreams, and I'm trying to soak up as much knowledge and and execution and theory as I can, uh, especially with my limited time as as a a pretty well into his life man. As <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I don't, like I said, even with memes, I just don't, I don't think I've seen anything where I've just been like, I've been like, ew, like, like, that's my only reaction to the, the just, just yuck. I don't, I don't like that. Maybe I'm a little bit meaner. Um, it, I'm not that. <laughs> see, most people wouldn't say that because, like I said, I'm working on it because I, as I said, hype, hyper analytical and critical thinking. Like I can be pretty rough, and it's, right. it, and it's it's just that for me, I don't look at dreams in the same way yet. Not that it's a lesser art form or that it doesn't deserve that critique, but it's just so young that. I'm just like everybody's learning and we all start from a different place, you know, you know, some of us, you know, could probably make a full career just out of dreams, but yeah, like, you know, it's, it's just, it's still being, it's still being born like dreams are still being born. And, and it's just, it's a, it's the wild west right now. Like, oh yeah, God! Yeah, I'm not the cowboys. <laughs> no, no, it's it's the wild west, you know, and it's it, it really is because it's just like everything goes right now, mm-hmm. and it's because everyone is starting from their own place of learning in dreams and their own idea of what it is they can do. Like someone may start out with a meme. And, you know, they might be just playing with it for fun because they don't have time, but they're in the process learning things. And then it's like that same person who created that meme that you sneered or rolled your eyes at. Like they might be the person that comes back in three years of dreams and has done some insane stuff. So it's just like everybody's using it for what they think it, it, it should be used for or can be used for right now. Yeah. I think even, like, people, and this is very me, suffer from, like, seeing people like, uh, like, Saku or, um, or, like, half up, like, I talked about who made, like, the, the winter gardens, um, and water gardens, etc. Or even, like, Dorian, Manabeau, etc. All these people make, like, such these cool things, and we are, and this is just an artist thing, like, where we compare ourselves um, because I know that that's something that has brought me down where I'm, I'm working on something. I'm just trying to make this stupid platypus. And I'm like, uh, this is so hard. And then like, I I see that Manabo just released this like this little witch thing. And I'm like, no, listen, this isn't fair. Like, I'm 
<laughs> I just want to make something fun and great, but it, it also takes me forever to do things. Um, one, I think because of my ADHD, and two, just because if I can't figure something out, I go, I get really like upset. And then I'm like, okay, I can't play dreams for the day because I need to take a step back. Um, and then I watch like Dorian release like his what fiftieth little mini game. I'm like, stop it! <laughs> I'm like, please give me your brains. This it's not fair. Um, and it's hard for me to like to ask for help sometimes too because I mean people are busy. You know, people have their own lives and stuff. Um, but I want to encourage everybody: just ask people for help. Don't do what I did. Just ask people for help. Believe in yourself. Just do what you can because dreams is in in its infancy, and like we're all learning together, we're having fun together, and we're expressing together. That's that's the beauty of dreams. That is the beauty of dreams. And it, is there? I I feel like this is the time to wrap up, and mm -hmm. and I've truly enjoyed this conversation. Uh, oh, Good, good. I, as as I always say, hopefully I didn't bore you. And <laughs> that's just, no. it's just 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 that thing. Uh, wait, wait. Can you ask? Can you ask for me? Wait. What what am I asking? What? What? Spicy said. Can you dot dot dot? Can you ask for me? And I'm not sure. I love where. that for them. <laughs> <laughs> I might. Yeah. Let me see here. Let me go ahead and get that squared away. Just making sure I'm seeing Afro Man's link. I have it up. I'll add that to my uh, play later. But um, no, no, he said we should all ask for help. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we definitely. Yeah, I'm really bad at that. <laughs> you know, and uh, there, there might possibly be some big things coming up here that, I, that I'll be announcing. Um that I'll be announcing very soon. Um, uh, but a old friend has come around and he's looking to use dreams for something. And so I might be reaching out to people to create a team for, oh, yeah. uh, for a, a, a big project. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Cause we all know, you know, it can all go downhill. Yeah, right. Yeah, it could all go. Do away. you um? Do you want me to share like my socials? Oh yeah, go ahead. Do it. Do okay, it. awesome. Um, if y'all um were at all intrigued by anything that I said, <laughs> um, you can just uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dighty Daydream. Um, Dighty is spelled like Aphrodite. Um, and uh. I'm there. And if you want to feed my narcissism um, on Instagram, I'm Dighty Adon Official, which is Dighty A-D-O-N Official. So, um, and really, if you want to, like, talk to me about anything queer or work together in dreams, literally just message me, and I'll probably, like, in two seconds say yes, because um, I love working with people more than anything, uh, so that's why, like, having Curtis, for example, help me with the I Dream in Pink really helped me actually make that happen because without him, probably wouldn't still be in a limbo. So feel free to message me and um, we can 
dream together or something. Or just stop me. That's fine, too. <laughs> <laughs> or just stop me. Yeah, I mean, I love the attention. Like, <laughs> hey, hey. Like, I work too hard to, like, to try to look this good to not be stopped. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it has been truly an honor to speak with Dieti uh, today for the podcast. Um, I put the Instagram in, uh, in chat. Uh, stalk. Stalk and follow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I mean, I need that. I need the narcissism. Please feed it. <laughs> Indeed, Dorian, welcome to the show. We're 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 closing up. <laughs> Dorian, oh, I just talk, I talked for like five minutes just about Dorian. <laughs> but uh, once again, sorry for the um, uh, for the technical difficulties earlier. We're still trying to get those squared away with Jamie James. Um, uh, but I have enjoyed this episode and thanks to those who stuck through, even through some of the things that a lot of people don't like to talk about, mm -hmm. um, the, the things that are a little too mature for most of the people on, on Twitch. Um, so, uh, I appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll have this up probably by Sunday or uh, Sunday or Monday on the yeah. YouTube. And as I stated, I'm mighty vicious everywhere. And yeah, I guess we head to an outro. But thanks again, Didi. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely my pleasure. Later, everybody. <laughs>